The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat. Coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome. Oh, jeez. Hang on. <clears throat> Been days Hello since I've spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancers Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. My name, once again, is Jesse, and I'm here today with Will. Hello, everybody. And this week, Warhammer community has just been just... Something daily, I feel like. Yeah. Right? It's like... We- it's feast or famine when it comes to 30K. We know that by now, right? Yeah. So, like, it's either we get a couple of years where we get nothing uh, except for maybe a miniature or two every six months mm-hmm. to where now we're getting things daily. So, feast or famine here, guys. Uh, daily Horus Heresy articles. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm not complaining by any means. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think you want to just dive right into this then. Uh, sure. Uh, last time we, uh, we met, uh, the Warhammer Horus Heresy open day at Warhammer world was going on. Mm-hmm. So we had talked about the stream. And yeah. I think we touched on everything they showed us there. Right. Yeah. Super and excited. Clearly had more still yeah. in stock with, uh, you know, this week's stuff. Yeah. So Monday starts out, I think it was Monday, right? The ninth. Yeah. yeah it sounds Monday right. yeah. starts out with. Uh, our boy Lucian, who everybody Lucius. loves to hate. Lucius? Yes. Lucian. Wait, hang on. No, I think you're right. Oh, Lucius. Lucius. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got me there for a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a neat model. Uh, I like it. It's very odd. I mean, he's got like the the leather straps in the torso area. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I love to see is just more commanders wearing crazy artificer armor that they just like makeup yeah and they're like you know what i'm gonna put leather gloves on over my power armor <laughs> so i mean it's wacky but it's still very much what you'd imagine uh but he's an emperor's children so you know i hate it <laughs> I, I think it looks really cool and this also probably means that we'll probably be getting rules for lucius as well does he not have rules he does as far as i can tell i looked through some of my books he does not have rules wow Okay, very cool then. Yeah. yeah, it's nice to see Emperor's Children getting some love. Let's hope mm-hmm. um, Iron Hands get a little bit of that. Yeah, fingers uh, crossed. We'll see. But okay, I got to say, I really enjoy these new thinner swords that they're doing. Like these new thinner power swords, I think are just really great. We're seeing this thin sword on like the tactical Marine Sergeant also. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that then, big honking piece of metal. They're a little bit more streamlined, more. Yeah, they, they feel like they're more in scale, right? They don't look like a um, typical absurd broadsword thing, you know? Um, so I, I really like them. I really like these new types of swords. And he's got his little demon blade, too. Yeah, the lair blade. Yeah. Given to him by Fulgrim. So that's pretty cool. Is that the one that cuts his head off? Which, yeah. which blade? Wait, so the lair blade is what cuts his head off? Yeah. Wow. Look at how ugly he is, too. He's got like a snaggle lip, scars all over his face. Those eye bags, though, man, those are those are really done well. Like that's, that's a good, good model. face. Like, the scars yeah. all over his head. Yeah, 
Um, Pretty cool. Very nice. Leather gloves, I feel, is very in style with Emperor's Children, but more specifically with him. So, yeah, I think oh, and look last time I remember that. So the, the, the leather gloves I like because it reminds me of the, um, isn't the Phobos librarian? Yeah, he's 40K. got leather gloves. Yeah, he's got leather I, gloves over his power armor. It too, makes yeah. no sense, but it, I, I like the aesthetic. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I do. Because, well, I mean, it was like an old school style sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, like the I think the old uh, pictures and stuff had like Space mm-hmm. Marines and boots and stuff. And Yeah, like leather boots, and which is crazy to think, but it's very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, it really puts like a more fantasy, because we all know that this is sci-fi with heavy influence of fantasy into it, right? Sure. Like definitely that's really a fantasy analog. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely does bring a little bit more fantasy into it. Did you see the little belt buckle on loot? He's got like a little screaming face on his belt buckle. I didn't notice that yeah. the first time. Yeah. I, looking at it too. I'm not sure what that is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean cool. he, he become, um, I can't remember. Is he the one who's in charge of the, uh, uh, the music Marines? That's bar? Eidolon, I think. That's uh, oh, okay. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Also, there's like, that right of war for him mm-hmm. to bring those guys as troops. Okay. Yeah, the chest plate is really cool too. You look at all the detail, like the uh, I don't know what you would call it, like the the hollowed out edges around the side, like you normally see on like a piece of uh, fancy plastic space yeah. marine armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the inside. It's very it's interesting. Ter- terrible medium for yeah. <laughs> describing stuff, but anyway. Um. Okay, so, well, let's move on then to something that is a little bit more verbal in yeah. its uh, substance, and that is the fact that we didn't get any news about other factions. We, we've only seen Marine stuff come out, like Rules for Marines. Mm-hmm. Well, Warhammer then, or I guess Warhammer Community, addressed that because they must have heard the loud uh, complaints of those telepathically sending them bad vibes or something because... It ad- addressed to a certain extent. Right. So they're, they're not being crystal clear about it. They're not saying when they're coming, but they do say that you won't have to wait long for rules for all your Nana Astartes uh, armies. So uh, Mechanicum, Solar Auxiliary, Towns of the Emperor. Uh, they also say, let's say, what does it say? And includes other things like Fold Knight's Army. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't see demons. I'm sure they're going to bring demons, of course, right? They would have to. Um, yeah, and to quote, it says, while the Liber Astartes and Liber Hereticus allow Space Marine players to use their full collections right away, factions like the Mechanicum, the Solar Auxilla, and Talons of the Emperor will be joining them very soon. Yeah, very soon, trademark, right? So um, <sighs> I would like a little bit more clarity, but I appreciate they're giving us this, right? Instead of just being like, you'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah, it... With, a roadmap know, would have been nice, i tell you that right now. Yeah, especially for... a. Like Nova coming up in right. late August, it's like so oof, it's really hard thing. to say. Like, I guess my little gripe is, mm-hmm. what does keeping it all a secret do? Like, are they keeping it a secret? What? Like, I'm sure somebody out there has the brains and logic to figure it out. But for me, I look at this and I'm just like, why keep it a secret? Does it does it slow down? Are you not putting out the time so in case you can't meet it, you then have to walk it back? That might you, be it. It's hard to say. Like you know, they don't. They want to avoid having to walk anything back in case they can't meet a deadline, so they'll just not tell you a deadline at all. Which I think is, I mean, if I did that in my job, 
it would not go well. <laughs> you know what True. I mean? But also like, your job isn't to satisfy the needs of thousands and thousands of angry nerds touche, on the internet. <laughs> touche. You, you do have a point. <laughs> but it would um, be nice like if we got like a rough idea of like what quarter to expect. Right, so That'd exactly, be right? They do that with 40K and Age of Sigmar where they'll be like, hey, here's the next six months of books we have come out. They'll mm-hmm. not tell you this is specifically for this faction, this faction. But they say like, we will have, we'll, we'll tell you the first four that are coming out Right, so you know that Tyranids, Chaos Space Marines, Tau, and Trukari are getting their rules within the next four months. But then after that, we're going to do a Xeno Codex, uh, an Imperial Codex, a Chaos Codex. So they'll kind of break it down like that, right? I, yeah. I would have liked something like that. Don't even tell us like what they are. Just be like, hey, look, quarter one, you're going to get this stuff. Quarter two, you're going to get this stuff. Three, four, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like, so I'm I'm not a project manager for a game company, so I don't know how that how that exactly works. Yeah. But I, honestly, I don't even know why I tried to put myself in that <laughs> those shoes. I have no experience with it whatsoever. So you know, who am yeah. I to, to make any judgment on it? Um, so like, because I I bring it back to Nova because you know, past few times that we held events there, there's actually a really good mix of not just Marines. While there's still a good majority, more than half Marines, a lot of people put a lot of love into militia, into yeah. Mechanicum, I, into I, Talons. It is a very close half. I think there are roughly half of half the players are Space Marines and the other half are non-Space Marines. And it doesn't mean that, you know, we're looking at 50% Marines and then 50% Mechanicum. That's mm-hmm. just not it. But we're looking at, it's 50% Marines, yes, but then we're looking at maybe 10% Mechanicum, 10 ma- or uh, ten Custodes, 10 Demons, you know. So mm-hmm. we, we break it down like that. And though we're only looking at 10% of the player base, maybe, versus the 50%, it's still going to yeah. suck to alienate them. Now, I yeah. currently only have a Mechanicum army. So for those rules, I'm really hoping they come out before Nova. Because I don't yeah. think I can get my 3,000 points of Iron Hands painted up before Nova. If this stuff drops in June, I, I might be able to. But I don't so, think I'll be able to give it as much love as if I waited it out, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I know at Warhammer World, they're supposed to be having an actual Horus Heresy event, like gaming event at the end of I July. I did see that email going around, yeah. Yeah, so. where the guy... Uh, so, for listeners, if you haven't seen it, the, uh, um, a customer... One of us, a peon, uh, sent them an email saying, hey, I'm going to this event. Uh, what rule set are you going to be using? And they said, we're going to be using version two rules. So, you know, that is, w- when was it? June? End of June? Uh, end of July. End of July. Okay. I think so July 27th. Yeah. Hopefully by July, everybody will have 2.0 rules. Yeah. They say, we'll be able to tell you more about the support each faction can expect when we get closer to the launch of the new edition. So, before come June or whatever, hopefully yeah. we'll have some more news on what to expect. Yeah. Also, uh, in this legacies of the age of darkness PDF. Yeah. So those we don't would be have rules yet, but for units that, uh, don't exist in their new rules, which means fully out of now, print. Right. So like I'm thinking things like, that are, are like out of print from Forge World even. So what are we thinking? Like the Achilles? Forge World has been out of print on the Achilles for a while. I'm thinking it's going to come in here. Uh, some of the Macarius models, I mean, a lot of them did not have rules for Age of Darkness at all. And we were using armor compendiums. Yeah, you know what I mean? The, the panoply of war type of thing. Yeah. So I'm thinking we'll see, hopefully, we'll see a lot of rules for that. Like a lot of the 
the very cool esoteric type of vehicles. Yeah, that's true. We had to dig into like, uh, what was it? What do they call them? Uh, Imperial armors. Yeah. To get so, rules yeah, from some if you of wanted to things. use one of the um, the big Aquila bombards, which are or not Aquila bombards, the um, the big planes that are supposed to represent like represent sky forces. Uh, Marauder, you know bar, uh, Marauder bombers. Yes. So, like to get rules for those, you had to like really track them down and find out which version was the most up to date. You know. Yeah. And and with that, you know, those points were grossly underbalanced to where some of these things were. Terrible, terrible for how much you were paying for them. Sure, but you still brought them because they were extremely cool. You know what I mean. Hopefully, they have the uh, the astropath the navigator in there. You're right. Yes, yeah. Like some it, of the some of the models, things like had just experimental rules, and that's the one that comes to my mind because it was 50 points and it was easy to throw in, and it was just hilarious when you just opened their third eye. So yeah, <laughs> very fun to just <laughs> disappear things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, uh, but legacies makes me think now my concern, uh, is, oh, uh, them getting like legendary, you know what I mean? Where they're going to release this legacies of age of darkness PDF. It's going to have the rules. It's going to have the points and it will never be updated. No matter what other new stuff comes out, no matter what they rebalance or FAQ. I think these models that are in this legacy of age of darkness are going to be that forever. That's my fear. And it's going to be like the legendary units uh, for 40 K difference being that in matched play for 40 K, you can't bring legendary units, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we don't really do match play in age of darkness. Right. So you're always still going to be able to bring them. It's just, they'll never be, I, I, I fear they'll never be retooled or rebalanced to be, current with the new meta and that kind of stuff. Yep. Well, and depending on how long that lasts, I'm sure event organizers and stuff, if need be, can probably tweak or make rules to them yeah. as needed. Yeah. Maybe. And again, I mean, do we really think 30K is going to have a lot of meta shift like uh, 40K does? I personally don't think so. I don't think we're going to be getting new FAQs and yeah. game-changing I, rules every six months. Hard to say. In some ways... As far as meta shift, I think we'll get definitely get a drastic one when the new game comes out. And that's sure. just obvious to say, because everyone can get their hands on a Spartan now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, de- we'll definitely find out what. So fixes is one thing, I think. An FAQ. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I'm talking like a, uh, I guess, what, what am I more thinking of? The general's hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Right. Whatever, whatever that's called. Chapter approved. I don't yeah, think we'll be getting things like that where it will be like completely game changing rules where now all of a sudden these missions are completely different mm-hmm. and the way you score objectives is completely different and reactions are no longer usable and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think we'll, I, my gut says we'll probably see something along more of the lines of Adeptus Titanicus where we'll get yeah. additional supplemental rules, but not complete overwrites mm-hmm. of how the game is played. And, and like I said, I want to make it clear fixes. I, I hope and expect I am fine yeah. with fixes when it, when they're FAQ in the fact that shrapnel bolters are uh, rapid fire, 18 inches and they want to FAQ it be like, no, we, we mean 18 inches assault two. That's fine. I think that that's a fix mm-hmm. that I think is fine. It doesn't change the core of the entire game, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's good to see. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy that they put this out. It eased my mind a bit that at least they're mentioning them. So they have these other factions on their mind at least. Yeah. Yeah. So fingers crossed. Yeah. 
hopefully sooner rather than later. I, I would love to see it like, oh, just a few weeks after launch. Oh, yeah. Like if it was in the phase two releases, you know, phase one being the box mm-hmm. and the Astartes books and then phase two being uh, the Sikorin and maybe another army book or something like that. Yeah, I yeah, but it's wish listing, so I, I have no information Absolutely. on it. So yeah, can only hope, and we all know where that leads. Yeah, <laughs> but I do love the uh, the picture of the uh, Mechanicum army. Yeah, and I will definitely talk more about that. So we have the picture of the Mechanicum army, um, and then the picture of the Custodes army, and I'm going to jump forward a little bit. Yeah. And this uh, was in the uh, the factions uh, article. Yes. Where they talk about upcoming yeah. factions. Uh, so in like the upcoming factions article, uh, what we have in the Dark Angel one is we've got some interrupters and some of your Calibanites, whatever they are. Uh, 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 Cenobites. Yeah, the, the Cenobites and like your Praetors there and your Dreadnoughts are there. Like that's an awesome shot. And I've never seen that type of shot before. So I'm happy to see this new kind of art. If we go to the the fourth Legion, they've got mm-hmm. one and it's like all these tanks just lined up, man. And they're all iron warrior tanks. They got the, the chevrons and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And these, this is like artwork that I don't see, think we see often enough. We typically get that like saturated color, like taken from the battlefield kind of photo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to see these, these type of uh, display pictures. I love these. That that was my biggest draw as a kid was seeing you know those massive armies all set up on a on a table like that um, in picture and being like oh shit one day my collection is going to look just like that it's going to oh man I gotta say so for the first time ever I actually threw all my dark angels on the table at one time yeah and it was insanely impressive thanks I was like oh shit I got a lot of shit yeah <laughs> oh, I can't wait to add more yeah but I, I you know. I've had like, I'll take like, especially since after I moved, a lot of my stuff was in, you know, foam and other boxes and things where I hadn't fully unpacked everything. But then, you know, the Dark Angel article came out and Forge World on Facebook was like, show us your Dark Angels army. I was like, well, now's as good a time as any, I guess. Now I have to unpack everything. um, Yeah, threw that all together. It took me a good long while digging around. Where the hell are my land raiders? Found my land raiders. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I've always worried that my uh, scheme sometimes my scheme does vary from time to time. Mm-hmm. Well, you've had it so long, right? You've just been adding to it and improving as a painter as time went on. Yeah, I do a lot of binge painting where I'll I won't paint for like months at a time. Then I'll just paint a bunch, and then I'll repaint some other stuff. But while individually a lot of them vary, if you put them all together, they still make a nice cohesive army, and I'm really happy about that. And gave me a little bit of peace of mind knowing that, okay, I don't always have to repaint everything if I try a different scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good philosophy. Unfortunately, I am not as disciplined as you, uh, because of the fact like I'll either have improved as a painter or no longer like doing the scheme. I'm just like, F it. And then I sell that army. <laughs> And then restart the army just in a new scheme. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully with this, with this next batch, this will be the final one. I said that the last time <laughs> that was a lie. So just keep <laughs> lying to myself until the day I die, I guess. Um, but speaking of the first Legion, mm-hmm. uh, we did get an article. So it looks like uh, they're going through every Legion and giving you a breakdown of who the Legion is, 
they give you some uh, yeah, ideas nice. of their rules. Yeah, yeah, a nice uh, overview of the Legion mm-hmm. itself. They dabble a little bit of the rules, so we could probably talk about that here in a second. Yeah, I, I will say I'm, I'm really excited once the ball really gets rolling to really dive into each Legion and talk about the units. But this gives us a nice little, uh, you know, appetite or appetite. Yeah. It's appetizer. definitely uh, the target audience for this is the the newcomers. Yeah, you know, uh, which, because it is it is a lot of lore, which I think yeah, uh, longtime yeah. veterans will already know. Um, things like who the Primarch is, where they're from. Like we we know this, but uh, uh, little Timmy over there, who's just now gotten tired and disenfranchised with 40k and is coming over to 30k might not really know this the only thing he yeah. may know about dark angels is that her her they're traitors her her oh <laughs> brother i've fallen you know like that's all they know so this yeah. is this is a good article for them and it's a great just fun article yeah yeah they don't get too uh, stuffy with it they the writers over at warhammer community they're they, they speak in a modern tongue, which I, I actually kind of find kind of fun yeah, with these. There were definitely some very good memes this week. Uh, so, all right, you as a Dark Angel, what mm. are your opinions on the Dark Angels article? Yeah, we got a lot of shit. We're equally comfortable with a gun or sword in hand, on foot, or riding a jet bike. Because we have the Hexagrammaton is our you know force organization. Um, they do touch on two of the, the wings of the rules, the Storm Wing and the Iron Wing. Which, uh, from what I see, that's so cool, man. Like the, so yeah. like if you're doing Stormwing, if you're playing a Centurion game, you'll be running Stormwing. You mm-hmm. know, if you're playing, playing a frontline game, it's got a lot of tanks. You'll definitely be running Ironwing. And I love that you can tailor and choose these types of rules. Like you, you don't, you never have them always enforced on you. You can yeah. pick them based on what game you're playing. It's awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, that also being said, it would probably be encouraged to paint your uh, your units with the uh, proper uh, emblems and stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, that's the yeah. I guess that's the other thing too, right? Yeah. But could also, I'm also kind of considering maybe like making a bunch of like uh, I hate using tokens, but having some just like wing tokens basically to put next to units to show what's what. Might I mean, be helpful, you might but, it, but they are very handy when you have a lot to remember in a new edition. Yeah. I'm thinking like some nice acrylic tokens, which they used to have for Apocalypse mm-hmm. and just, you know, of the different wings kind of get them. That would be kind of cool. But yeah, anyway, uh, so it doesn't really say exactly how um, the units will get their wing uh, dedication. Like how they'll so, get their, their unit subtype, right? Right. That yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure on just yet, but so digging which in, which is weird that Iron Wing becomes a unit subtype and Stormwing becomes a unit subtype. That's pretty neat that they're breaking it down like that. So rather than like keywords and that kind of stuff, it's yeah. I mean, subtypes. I mean to affect it's sort of like a it's sort of like a keyword exactly right, but without the term keyword, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is some. fine because I mean, yeah. hey, that, if that appeases people who don't like. I'm sure there are people out there who, if they saw a keyword, they would be like, it's too fucking 40 K for me. I'm not doing it. You I'm know? out and backflip their way out of the, backflip their way out. It's trash. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, um, anyway, Stormwing unit, all models in a unit under the effect of this hexagrammaton unit subtype, gain a bonus of plus one to hit when rolling to hit as part of a shooting attack. 
including during a reaction with a bolter, combi bolter, or bolt pistol. Reminds me a lot of um, the uh, Imperial Fists in this edition, where they get a plus one to ballistic skill. I don't know. Right. Here's the thing, though. That is a plus one to hit, not a plus one to ballistic skill. Mm -hmm. So you put a, what is it? Who is it? The master of signal that grants you a plus one ballistic skill in this Uh, edition. um, Yeah. In this edition. Yeah. 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 So you have your heavy bolter squad with your acid shells. No, 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 no. It's, right, so it's not heavy bolters. It's oh, with bolters, bolters combi, combi bolters, or bolt pistols. Yeah, so this okay. is. So, I mean, a twenty-man uh, tactical squad, right? Yes. Yeah. Now You'll be hitting on twos. Right, but if you give them uh, a master signal and he increases their ballistic skill to what is it five or, or whatever it needs to be to where they're Plus, hitting on twos already, yeah. then you're re-rolling fishing for so, sixes afterwards. No, that means your ones. No. <laughs> No, that's not how it works. I guess you're right, because a natural one always fails. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So still, it, at least, th- well, it saves you from having to use a master signal then. So if you yeah. hit a two, if you hit a two, then you know you still s- hit. So saves you there. And then we have the Iron Wing unit subtype. All units, all models in a unit under the effect of this hexagrammaton unit subtype may reroll failed to hit rolls of one when targeting an enemy model with the vehicle unit type. And additionally, a model with this unit subtype and the vehicle unit type make all snapshots at BS2 instead of BS1. I like it. Well, yeah, re-rolling ones to hit. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. And if you are a vehicle with the unit subtype, you make snapshots at BS2, so you're hitting on fives instead of sixes if you're, like, stunned or shaken. Right, right. Or if you decide you're going to move with your last cannon team, mm-hmm. hey, you, you can do that and feel a little bit better, Yeah, I guess, right? So Yeah. It's actually not bad. I, 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 oh, I like wait a minute, it. though. Uh-huh. If flyers still have the vehicle unit type, that means you're hitting them on fives instead of sixes, too. That's some solid Potentially, error. If, if, if yeah. the rules roll out that way, if you're just firing snapshots at uh, flyers, that, right. that's actually kind of cool, too. Hmm. Not bad at all. Then you could put it on, like, a Derrideo. Yeah, if you, I mean, can you put hexagraminons onto vehicles right now? Uh, no, no, you can't. Maybe you can. I just know, maybe. maybe you can in the future. Who knows? Fingers crossed. I know, like the old Dark Angel uh, rule, you could allow it would give like bonuses to dreadnoughts as well too. So, oh, okay, yeah, where they could also take uh, acid shells and whatnot. But yeah. Anyway, so. That also leads us to the last uh, teaser rule they have. It's the advanced reaction for the Dark Angels, the Angels of Death. Now, this advanced reaction may be made once per battle, when a charge is declared for an enemy unit targeting one of the reactive player's units. Before the charge is resolved, the reactive player must make a leadership test using the lowest leadership characteristic in the unit making this reaction. If the leadership test is passed then all models in the reacting unit gain the fearless and fear special rules until the end of the controlling player's next turn. And if the leadership test is failed, then all models in the unit making this reaction instead gain the stubborn and fear special rules until the end of the controlling player's next turn. Either way, it, you're, ooh, it's good. Yeah. I mean, stubborn is great. Fearless is better, obviously. Mm-hmm. But even if you fail, you're still getting something. Yeah. You know? And either way, you're still granting fear. Right. Which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what what does that do? I guess put people at weapon skill and leadership minus one or something like that. 
in the or first I guess vision. weapon yeah. skill, it um, puts you at one. Yeah. Too afraid to to be to hit backs, so you just get clubbed to death. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But um, I th- I really like that rule. I just like being able to just get fear when I want. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, nope. This time you got to take a fear check. And I mean, it's not gonna. So hold on, you use the lowest leadership mm-hmm. characteristic. Still, aren't Space Marines like eight? Like a line Space Marine is eight or something, right? Yeah. So that's still very hard to fail. Yeah. I, which I think you're in good yeah, shape with this. Definitely. It is interesting to make the lowest characteristic. Mm-hmm. So, eh. Specifically calls it out because I thought typically it, it, it's the highest leadership. In most right. other situations, yeah. Yeah. But uh, and then we got a picture of Lionel Johnson, mm-hmm. which I think this is the same one on Forge World's website. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I need to get another. Did one. he not come with a display base, or does he come with a display he's, base? He comes with display base. Okay, gotcha. Because they just didn't want to share it here. Yeah, he's just wrecking, wrecking Night Lord face. Yeah, you got like chopped up Night Lords all over. It's pretty cool. Oh, you're some- right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They are. Yeah, there's the dude who's like trying to shoot him as he's getting cleaved in two. Yeah, there's one where the helmet literally has been sliced in half, and you have brain on one side. It's pretty oh neat. Oh my god, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and then you got uh, a little bit. Of, it goes into a little bit more lore on what they did during the Heresy Legion lore, and then I love these when Games Workshop starts doing these like little easy to paint guides. They have a very cool little how to paint horse Heresy Dark Angels. Mm-hmm. And I really love these videos. They're so simple. It really They're reminds so me. It really reminds me of the times when I first got into this hobby. Right. Like they're they were like basic ones, but yeah. at the same time, just enough to we're like, okay, I'm starting to understand how this works. Yes. Um, very, very fun. So yeah, I think it was a good article. Anything else you want to touch on it? Uh, no, I think I'm good with this one. We can move on to the Emperor's children. Yes. So, we got the Emperor's Children, and we'll skip them because they're trash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, again, same thing. Goes into a little bit of the Legion lore. I, they I have would a, say. some very cool uh, live and let dice, uh, I guess, painted up the Warhammer world. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, a display. Display for, army, right? Yep, for the starter kit. So I notice the doors on the Spartan have the option for the eye of Horus. You guys yes. noticing that? Yeah. Everybody was talking about like, Oh, it's got the, the Palantine Aquila. No, we all set that up. It's not the Palantine Aquila. Uh, and yeah, look, you don't have to be a traitor representing the, the Aquila. You can have your little eye of Horus on there. And that is nice. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, if that was presented earlier, I did not know. And I look like an idiot now, but <laughs> I'm just it. now noticing it. <laughs> Oh, dang. And look, they put the Havoc launcher on top of that, and then they got the Hunter yeah. Killer on there. We're seeing all kinds of bits here that we were not made for. Yeah, I remember to. seeing the uh, the Havoc launcher before. Yeah, look at that. That's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, maybe, very, I, maybe I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, very, very cool army. I really like his purple, or their purple. I don't know if Live and Let Dice is male or female or non binary. Yeah, I will say um, Emperor's Children look really, really good in Mark VI. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I think it's got just enough accent stuff that to where their gold really pops. 
Yeah. I hate using that term pop, but it really does. <laughs> it does. Like there's a lot of purple there and then the few pieces of gold really stand out and make it look that much better. Yeah, Caro's done a beautiful like metallic purple army. Mm-hmm. I th- ah, man, I got to take some pictures. Plus these bases. <laughs> they got like little flowers and stuff on them. I love that. Yeah, I do like that. You never see flowers in heresy. Like they're all neon colored, kind of matches. Just crazy. Like an alien fauna. Yeah. Uh, And then we do have their rules. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. flawless execution on a turn in which they make a successful charge, even if that charge is considered a disordered charge. Models with this Legion of Stardust Emperor's Children special rule make their attack in an assault at one initiative step higher than normal after any initiative model modifiers from other special rules have been taken into account. Models with the Legion of Sardis Emperor's Children's Special Rule and vehicle unit types and vehicle unit types gain a bonus of plus one to hit to rolls made for defensive weapons when making a shooting attack as part of a reaction. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty good. Where, I don't know, have they mentioned defensive weapons before? Uh, mentions here, this is the, I guess they have a, like a basic reference, basic rules sheet that they had at the uh, Horus Heresy open mm-hmm. for people to like learn how to, how the basic mechanics work. And under here, under defensive weapons, it mentions all weapons mounted on a vehicle that have a strength characteristic of six or less are defensive weapons. Other weapons may also be specifically designated as defense weapons on their profile. The controlling player may always choose to fire defensive weapons at the closest enemy infantry unit within line of sight and the firing arc of applicable weapons, even if the vehicle's other weapons have targeted a different unit during a shooting attack. Any weapon that has a strength greater than six and is not pencil mounted or otherwise designated specifically as a defensive weapon is a battle weapon. Wow. So vehicles are now getting some very cool rules. Yeah, and it, it should be noted that uh, uh, reaction attacks, Overwatch, and the uh, return fire are made at your normal ballistic skill. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. you're not fishing for sixes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a game changer. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, And then plus one to hit with those defensive weapons. So what we're thinking, like, twos? to shred somebody with all your heavy bolters that are mounted on your um, Kratos. You know what I mean? Like your crate, somebody tries to charge your Kratos and you just light them up with five heavy bolters. It's just pretty sick. That's awesome. Yeah. And if you have the way I read it, sounds like if you have like a defensive weapon on your left coax or not coax, but on your left or your right. Oh, you can right? fire at different units. Yeah. You can fire at multiple infantry if it's split up in that way. But are have we seen anything on reactions? Are you allowed to make multiple reactions of the same type? Or are they like stratagems well, in 40k where you can only do one reaction? Well, the defensive weapon, it, it shows here, it doesn't sound like you need to have a reaction to fire defensive weapons normally. The reaction just allows you to make a reaction like an overwatch or if they right, shot at right. you. Well, in that case, it's just, it's labeled as a defensive weapon, but it still functions as a weapon, right? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I'd have yeah. to. No, it, that's, that's kind of what I read it. Um, so they're not just used for defense is what I'm saying. Like they can be used. Yeah. They're, but they're anti-infantry weapons. Read that rule to me again, please. Okay. 
I'm sorry. All, yeah, no, no worries. All weapons mounted on a vehicle that have a strength characteristic of six or less are defensive weapons. Other weapons may also be specifically designated as defensive weapons on their profile. The controlling player may always choose to fire defensive weapons at the closest enemy infantry unit within line of sight and the firing arc of applicable weapons, even if the vehicle's other weapons have targeted a different unit during a shooting attack. Oh man, you're right. So that means in your normal shooting attack, your battle cannon can fire at uh, another tank across the table, right? Mm-hmm. And if you've got an infantry squad on your left and an infantry squad on your right, your heavy bolters can each fire at those infantry squads, provided <laughs> they are close enough to you. That's the way I'm reading it. Yeah. That is very cool. That is very cool. Let's hope that is how it actually pans out. So also um, heard the term coaxial bantered about lately. They also have a thing for coaxial mounted weapons. Right. Co- That's like the ones that are uh, uh, mounted next to the, uh, the Kratos's main, main cannon. Yeah. Yeah. It says here, coaxial mounted weapons follow all the rules for turret mounted weapons and must be mounted alongside another turret mounted weapon. In addition, when turret mounted weapons are fired, if the coaxial mounted weapon scores at least one hit on the target, then all further attacks by weapons mounted on the same turret directed at the same target may re-roll any failed rolls to hit. Oh my gosh, so it's a ranging gun, like it actually should be. Wow. Is that, that is, is that, I'm, I don't have a lot of military, I don't have any military background, so... <laughs> I don't have a lot. <laughs> so ranging guns, like you would, you would use that to kind of identify, like get an idea before you fired your main cannon, you would use like the smaller caliber ones that, yeah, to kind of sight in the range and figure out how far something is. Uh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Huh? So that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm liking this stuff, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I'm sorry, back to uh, Emperor's Children. Uh, and then they have Paragon of Excellence. When a friendly unit within 12 inches of a war... So, this is a warlord trait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, when a friendly unit within 12 inches of a warlord with this trait, including the warlord and any unit he has joined, passes a morale check, it gains plus one weapon skill until the end of the controlling player's next turn. This benefit can only be applied once per game turn in a single unit in addition an army whose warlord has this trait may make an additional reaction during the opposing player's movement phase as long as the warlord has not been removed as a casualty all right so normally we'd see plus one weapon skill you're like great we're still hit on force doesn't matter but no from the event somebody posted the new weapon skill hit chart and plus one weapon skill is huge Yes, it is. That means that your opponent, plus one, if you are equal, they will need fives to hit you. And you will need threes to hit them. It is, weapon skill matters so much now. So having a plus one to your weapon skill and being plus plus one to your initiative, these guys are going to, like, butcher people on the charge. This is crazy good. Yeah. I mean, very fast. I mean, it just, I feel like it's very in theme with them, you know, being fast, agile. So again, the article goes on. It tells you, you know, the Primarch's name, where they're from. It tells you some lore about them. You got that beautiful heresy photo of Fulgrim where he's wearing just like a toga. 
uh, and he looks magnificent with his little claw nail coverings, you know. And then they have like a really cool Leviathan done up, um, but they don't credit the artist. I don't know who who did this. I think that's actually Andy Hoare who made that. Oh, yeah? he has he has a very weathered Emperor's Children scheme from what I've seen. I like that. It's very uh, atypical. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like it. And then they again, same thing. Uh, Forge War or not Forge World Citadel. Yeah. Games Workshop does a how to paint horse heresy Emperor's children. And uh, before we leave this, if you want to scroll all the way back up to where mm-hmm. they had a little uh, that display scene of Istvan five. Yes. The charging contemptors are just awe inspiring. Oh, how they're shoving the, uh, uh, the iron hands out of the way yeah, and stuff like ju- that. They're just line breaking. Yeah. And it's really it looks cool. So, Oof, just yeah. <laughs> Kool-Aid man and threw the, yeah. through the iron hands. Poor yeah, guy. Love to see that in person one day. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah, and they just split them right down the middle. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, that That's from like their... I, do they still have that drop site massacre table? I don't know. I would hope so. I, I, I Being in America, I don't usually keep track of uh, what available yeah. uh, displays are out there. But... Um, I would hope so. Especially with, you know, this game coming out. (laughs) And then, uh, Oh my God, I'm such a fool. Okay. It's like also a massive. So laser, they go on to talk about how he becomes a demon prince and how, you know, he killed Ferris Manus. And then it says also he's a massive snake now. And Ferris wasn't the last Primarch he laid low. And I was like, what other Primarch did he thought? And I was like, Oh, Gilliman. Yep. Yeah, let's not forget. Let's oh, not we, forget and, the throat cutting. And we can't. And we can't uh, miss the uh, that meme. On his fan five, Fulgrim planted his flag firmly on Team Horus by lopping off his old BFF's head. Mm-hmm. Friendship ended with Ferris Manus. Now the blade of the lair is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's um. I don't know if the Zoomers. I don't. I don't know if the Zoomers know that one. I don't know if they do, but. Yeah, uh, I love that. I love when they're bringing relevant memes from 10 years ago up. It's yeah. so good. Just cutting edge. Yeah. It got, really it got a laugh out of me this morning. I love it. So they, uh, I guess but, they win. Yeah. Uh, so Emperor's Children, very cool. I feel like their rules that they have shown us are very in line with the Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they didn't do something like 8th edition where they're like, if you charge first, you go first. So initiative matters still. Yeah. Weapon skill matters hugely now. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, here's another thing, right? Uh, at a one initiative step higher than normal after any initiative modifiers from other special rules have been taken into account. So, and you know, these that, guys are going to have other rules that unwieldy. You're going to be at initiative step two instead of one. Oh, um, Yeah. Yeah, after. So, yeah, you'll be blasting yeah, people right, with your power fits. So yeah, Terminator on Terminator combat is going to be really punch rude. other Terminators before they punch you, if I'm reading that right. I could yeah. be an idiot, you know, but, I mean, that's, it says that's really after good. initiative modifiers and special rules have been taken into account. So that says that you're unwieldy, so you're minus, or you're initiative step one, but you get plus one because you're the Emperor's tr- children with this flawless execution. So you know what that means? Don't let them charge you. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Just Cause you are going to feel it. You're going to feel yeah. it when they come at you. 
that's huge, man. Because I mean, now you know you have two powerful sergeants going at it. It's just whoever hits first makes contact wins, right? Or they'll, they'll or they'll kill each other outright at the same time. Um, but with something like that, man, you could just win challenges easily. You're going to be plus one weapon skill if you've got this this warlord trait. Plus one initiative. You're fighting like a custode, man. Uh, plus, we didn't cover this earlier. I found another part of the basic rules where you touched on this last episode where movement characteristic and charge distance modifiers. I saw that and I noticed it and I was like, hey, wait a minute. Am I reading this right? So anything above eight inches gives you a plus one? Uh, eight or higher. or So eight to 10, you get a plus one to your charge distance modifier. Right. 11 to 12 plus two and 13 up plus three. Wow. Yeah, so that's going to make combat feel like, I, I maybe have already said it, I know I said it on Facebook, but it's going to make combat feel like there's momentum in the game. To where yeah. when your bikes and your cavalry charge in, it's going to feel like they're actually carrying momentum and plowing into somebody, you know? And plus with the now, changes to the weapon skill thing, yeah. combat's finally going to feel quick and visceral. Yeah. Sometimes it can be a real slog. Now, I don't but, think you can get further than... um 12 inches still on a roll, somebody said in the comments. But still, I mean, if you roll that eight, or I'm sorry, if you roll that nine and you get that extra three inches because you're on a bike, I mean, bam, you're in, you know? It's going to feel like there's momentum. Even if you can't travel further than 12 inches, the the feeling is going to be there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then there's also, I I saw something, somebody mentioned it. I don't know anything about it, about um, surge moves. I don't know what that is. To me, that sounds like maybe if you fail a charge, you still get to move a little closer. I don't know. Do we know what surge is yet? Have you seen anything on that? uh, I I can't remember. I want to say there was some mention where even if you fail a charge, you move half the distance. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's a fantasy thing. Never played fantasy, but it sounds like uh, something that would be in fantasy. So There's enough differences here where... Definitely going to have to just reread the rules. Yeah. It's going to feel like a familiar, yeah. but new game. Same, but different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same, um, but different. Uh, next cool. in the week, I guess that's today being Thursday. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a couple things. So let's finish up the legions. We got uh, the break down the walls with the iron warriors. So, I, I'm just a huge fan of iron. So if it's iron hands, they're my, they're my, my, my bottom boo, but uh, the iron warriors are my second ones. Uh, they really are. Like, I love the concept of the Tyranthicos. I love siege tyrant terminators. I love just the way Protorabo utilizes terminators. I love Gull, yeah. even though he is terrible in combat. I love the fact that he makes terminators troops. It's like, I, I love terminators and yeah. I feel like this legion loves them as much as I do. Mm-hmm. So that's what I really liked about this. And when I did have this army, I had about the whole army, I think was like probably 50 terminators in total. And they would all like deep strike at various points. Cause Protorabble would allow them to deep strike on turn one. And it was just like cataphracty, uh, which I learned was a bad idea to deep strike. Cause they're all bunched up. And then just a single <laughs> battle kit or like strike 10, uh, template or something like that. Like a Medusa mm-hmm. would just devastate these demolisher cannons. Like, yes, yes. Please. Yeah, so they they had a hard time, but it was super fun, Um, and I love painting this legion. I think I'm considering maybe going to there again later. It's been on my 
especially with um, reading Siege of Terra. I really keep listening to it and I'm like, these guys are awesome. So we'll see. We'll see. I know they're popular Legion amongst the player base too. Yeah, because they're they're really solid. They're really good. I myself have a small little uh, I want to say roughly fifteen hundred seventeen fifty point uh, force myself. Uh, I have a my little uh, Danny Ock, uh model. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I remember. Okay, it's been so long, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah. it's mostly infantry. No, no Terminators actually, but uh, got some heavy infantry and uh, just large swathes of uh, just basic tacticals. Yeah, to get the. Uh, I don't know. It's it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. I've also got a a Derideo. I used a Derideo and a Leviathan Dreadnought because I do love my Dreadnoughts. That is a solid list for not even being like I I would for for me personally. I always thought they were like maybe a tertiary army for you, like just some sort of side project you did when you had some extra models laying around. But so it, it's it's funny when um when the Burning of Prospero came out and the Mark III plastic came out. I was looking at my Mark IV army. I was like, mm, "Nah, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to do Dark Angels and Mark III, but I, I, I want to do something with my Mark IV. So I basically turned them into uh, Iron Warriors. All right, there you go. Worked out pretty well. I, yeah, I loved them, man. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, I need to take Painting scheme was good. Too. I had yeah. this awesome Siege Breaker who, uh-huh. or no, it was the Pravian. I used the Medusan Immortal Torso. Gave him the immortal shield. I shaved off the uh, hand symbol, painted that with chevrons or with with the hazard stripes, and then put the Iron Warrior decal logo right on the front of that sh- uh, breacher shield. And it, it he just looked so cool. And I really regret getting rid of that model, selling it off because he was just too cool to let go. But he was a very cool little Pravian. That was back when like every army I had had a Pravian in it because I had these Castellacs that were just generically painted. And I was like, I got to use these guys. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> so every army had a Pravian in it. Mm, um, I oh, yeah. I got Castellacs too. I need to. Oh, Lord. So somewhere many projects. In the box, so many goddamn right? projects. <laughs> um, so to continue on with the, the fourth Legion, we get a little bit of uh, the Legion lore. Again, we see artwork from uh, the Protorabo novel. Uh, and then we see the emperor's, the imperial truth, not the emperor's truth, the imperial truth, uh, the holy Greg Dan uh, got to paint some of these terminators here. And uh, he did some very cool stand, like there's no chevrons on them, which totally fine. You don't need to paint chevrons. Uh, I think I only did chevrons on the knees for my guys just because well, I didn't want to do chevrons. Some people don't like painting chevrons, man. It's not fun. Um, they look great if you can get them right, but they can be a pain yeah. to get there. Yeah, because then you see some guy. Some sometimes you just fail horribly, and it's just the yellow isn't covering up properly, or your lines aren't straight, and you're just like, I did fucking. I could have just painted it all black and better <laughs> off. People still would have known they were Iron Warriors. You know what I mean? Yeah. For that, when it when it gets to like, I found that uh, I've only had like one where I actually painted chevrons on it. Oh really? But I found don't don't go don't be afraid to use the tiniest brush you have to make the little bit of touch ups to get those lines straight. Yeah. Um. So what do they have? You want to read their rules? Uh, sure. I'll grab the <coughs> first one here. We have a uh, rack and ruin. Uh, when a model with this special rule makes a shooting attack or melee attack, targeting a model with a dreadnought, automata, vehicle, or building unit type, it gains plus one to the strength of that attack. <laughs> 
That's much better than the last edition, where it was just buildings, I think. Buildings and maybe vehicles? It's been a while maybe. since I played my boys. So, uh, I really think it was just vehicles. Uh, or, I'm sorry, just buildings. Yeah, but um, that being said... They're fucking going to piecemeal dreadnoughts and automata. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... It's plus uh, one strength. So, like, what? A T6? Um, my T6 Arl attacks against their heavy bolters is just going to have a bad time. He's just wounded on fours. He's supposed to be a monstrous creature, and you're fucking just going to murder him like that. <laughs> My boy. Poor, poor little Zero. He's, he's not ready for this type of violence. Yeah. He's killed plenty. He's actually, he yeah. actually deserves this kind of violence by now. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So another thing, uh, they've gone from shrapnel ammunition to actually having Olympian shrapnel weapons. Yeah. Which so I this think is, is more than just, um, I think it was previously just the bolter. Yeah, I think it was like a shrapnel bolts for your heavy bolter, I think, was an upgrade. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. For your heavy bolter. Yeah. And then I think you could take for your bolters as well. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if they were rapid fire. It's been forever, though. But so penning. On everything, you, including your pistols. We don't. Too. We don't come prepared to these guys. In case, yeah, you no, <laughs> we did not do any bit of homework other than looking at the articles and reading them and going, "Oh, that's neat." No, if you want like professional insight into stuff, yeah, join our place. Patreon and make wrong me place. think this a full yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, uh, I got my books right here now because I actually set up my yeah. bookshelves finally after a year, so I can actually tell you right now. Gotcha. So yeah, shrapnel bolts are for heavy bolters, twin-linked heavy bolters, or quad heavy bolters. Oh, so okay, four, gotcha. Yeah, but now you can do a variety of different weapons. Yes, you can. Um, so yeah, pinning on everything. I'm interested to see what pinning does this edition. If it's still the same thing where it takes takes a leadership check, that's cool. Um, because it pretty much does lock you down. Uh, yeah, and being able to actually put on like what I'm assuming you can change these in exchange for bolt pistols, regular bolters, and I'm not sure what the shrapnel cannon would be. I imagine it's going to be heavy bolters. Maybe that's so. what they're calling it. Um, but what I like about this is the idea of pinning somebody down is very in line with the fluff that we see here, where they talk about um, like stoically advancing. Uh, through trenches or through battlefields. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you're going to need to keep your opponent's head down mm-hmm. as you slowly advance towards. Now, they, I don't think they're really known as much for their stoic advances as much as uh, just Death standing Guard. there. And, yeah. Um, yeah. These guys, you know, most, feels, yeah. These guys mostly do like trench warfare or whatever, but still keeping somebody's head down as you advance from trench to trench or whatever feels good. You know, it feels like it's in line with their fluff. Yeah. These guys typically, uh, stand behind the trench and just blast you with artillery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. siege breaking. Uh, yeah. You did definitely get a trade off with uh, lower APs, which if you're fighting Marines, bolt pistols, bolters, heavy bolters really didn't matter to begin with, but you do lose range. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot of range too. Yeah, assuming I mean, all the ranges are losing, the same too. losing two inches on an already short pistol. I mean, 10 inches, losing you're already 12, trying to charge at that You're point, losing you know? 12 inches on a heavy bolter. Yeah. 24-inch range. Yeah. 
So that's a bit that's of a trade-off. To get that for pinning, and we're looking at AP dash too, oh. which means like for the strength four weapons, AP dash, which means like well, militia are still going to get their armor save against that. Yeah, but I'm assuming a bunch of models will be firing their pistols or firing their bolters. So yeah, you just need one to do a pinning check. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the article continues. Pretty rabo. They get this model. Mm-hmm. I painted this model twice already. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and every time I do, I, I love it. It's such a fun model to paint. Um, and then they have again, like I like I mentioned earlier, they have like an awesome display of armor. Yeah. Uh, and then how to paint Iron Warriors, and they actually do. She, uh, the the lady that does this, the person that does this, uh, has like a very good method for doing the chevrons, and yeah. that is painting the base yellow using the base paint, obviously, uh, and then using a pen, a graphite pencil yeah. to just draw on your chevrons. And then you paint your black into that. And I was like, that's genius. Cause like yeah. graphite just wipes away, you know, you ain't gotta be crazy about it. Um, it's not going to ruin your paint job to use a pencil on your model. So, Mm-mm. and then we move also, on we'll say, to, we'll say my the Mark favorite six, thing is, Oh, go the on, Mark go six on. iron warrior looks really good. Oh yeah, that, for sure. That, Chevron striped uh, leg, mm-hmm. really hot. And uh, the way that they're able to have multiple silvers on one model, and it's still like they not all blend in together. You know what I mean? Yeah, using the different washes and highlights, they're able to really yeah. vary. Well, also, GW makes so many silvers now. There's lead belcher, there's <laughs> iron warrior, there's it's, iron uh, hand steel, there's what is it, gray knight st- steel? There, like, storms, there's so many storm, storm hose steel or storm hose silver storm or whatever. Hose, yeah. <laughs> There's so many silvers now that you really could paint a model using only silvers and each one would have its own tone and unique flavor to it. You know what I mean? It's so true. Uh, and then my favorite thing this week, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Sikaran, we got, well, they showed us the plastic Sikaran. Sikaran or Sikaran? I, I do. I, I pronounce it Sikaran. Who would have thought it? Even a year ago. <laughs> Never. I would have never thought that they would have made this in plastic. And I'm so happy that they have. So uh, many of you may or may not know that the Sikarin is what really got me into the Horus Heresy. Mm-hmm. Uh, long time ago, uh, Tim from the Eye of Horus posted up a, an image gallery on Imager of an event that was like a thousand points. And it looked like every other army had a Sikarin in there and seeing all these different space Marine armies, all with their own unique flavor and all of them still having a Sikorin in. And again, that was early days when the Sikorin was like one of the best vehicles out there before we had the crazy armory like we do now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just fell in love with seeing all these, the same tank just painted in different variations. And it was so unique and so horse heresy that it's just been ingrained in my head that the Sikorin is the epitome of the Horus Heresy, where it's technology that is super cool, super esoteric, not seen in 40K, and super powerful, uh, and just like very unique looking to the universe. Yeah. Um, not it, it was it was still angular and hard, but it didn't wasn't like a predator where it felt like a box mm-hmm. with a gun on top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it's more of a wedge than a box. Right, and I love wedges. I'm a huge wedge guy. If you give me a sandwich, it better not be in a box shape. You need to cut it in a wedge. Don't cut it into a box shape. You know, I'm like that. Um, 
but yeah, I'm, I'm in love with it, and I'll definitely be getting one at, at least. Yeah, the best, like I was mentioning earlier on our Discord, the Patreon channel, like it's just wild how I'm looking at this picture. I couldn't tell you if it was plastic or resin. Yeah. They look so darn similar. They did a mm-hmm. really good job. Yeah. And I also mentioned um, some uh, beyond the giant auto cannon. The new plastic kit will come with more weapons and you can shake a stick at. You can choose from heavy bolters, las cannons, heavy flamers, or volkite culverns as sponson weapons. Yes. And there's a choice of I combi love weapons. That they're leaning into this. There's yeah. so I love that volkites yeah. are becoming sponson weapons all over. And I'm yes. totally here for it. And they will also have a choice of combi weapons, havoc launcher, multi melta, heavy bolter, or heavy flamer as pental mounted weapon. Yeah. Hopefully a driver too. Uh, hopefully we get that standard Mark II crewman that we've been seeing I, I on all the other cool. vehicles. Kind of like how you would see in most of the, um, uh, not the other uh, 40k kits. Yeah, you'd like, have the, like, the pencil uh, mounts. You would have you know the Space Marine mm-hmm. pilot or a gunner. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I am just here for it a hundred hundred times over, man. This this is just so what I've been needing in my life. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it to say the least. It's very cool. It's a great tank. I've painted up many, many of these tanks since joining heresy. Um, I think like four or five now. I also think it would be just such a satisfying kit to build in plastic. Plus it's going to be so light. (laughs) (laughs) I made a joke. I made a joke earlier. One is so heavy. (laughs) Yeah. I made a joke earlier. It's like, both my wallet and my uh, game bag are going to get lighter at the same time. Yes. It usually doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and man, Volkite sponsors. Yes, please. Thank you. Yeah. So we'll see how the, uh, you know, the connections go, how the magnetization. I saw mm-hmm. um, someone took a picture of the Spartan at the open day and the sponsor weapon, the whole mount itself is like a twist lock. Like you'd have on like the knight arms and things. Interesting. So you don't have to you don't have to magnetize the whole thing to the side. Now, oh. How the different individual sponsons will work, I'm not sure. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm hoping since they give you so many options and varied options, that they will maybe maybe they'd taken a page out of the Adeptus Titanicus book and give you ways to easily magnetize them. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember those. Oof, just. Any sponson weapon I've had before in the past, it, it can be a pain to magnetize those. It Especially can all be. The cables um, and I, I eventually found a decent magnet size mm-hmm. that worked, and I I had gotten it down. But um, it definitely can be. Uh, to eventually, what I did was I just um, close. Uh, I've even had one where I didn't want like what was it the Arcus? I didn't want yeah. to have sponsons on at all, so I just completely sealed it up. I put bases in the slot, and then. I think I green stuffed it. I can't remember if it was completely smooth or it was just the bases. But yeah, I put bases in there, mm-hmm. like 32 millimeter perfectly. bases. And uh, was able to just put decals over like that. But here's the thing. With defensive weapons, normally now on Sikorans, I would never take Sponsons. I figure that their main purpose is that, that top gun. Yeah. They don't need to be distracted with secondary weapons to, sh- to choose what to shoot at, right? Like if you got LAS cannons. Mm-hmm. And the auto cannons, and you're never going to want to use your auto cannons against infantry because you got the last cannons that you also want to use. And if you've yeah. got heavy bolters, and you're going to want to use your auto cannon on vehicles because you don't want to waste the heavy bolter shots, is how I felt. Yeah. But with these defensive weapons, I think it's going to be okay to take Volkite or to take heavy bolters. Yep. 
strength and, six or lower. Yeah, and Volkai still use your six. main guns on other vehicles. That's very good. Yeah, it's, it's good times, man. And if you know if they maintain their speediness like they do in this edition, just dashed up the middle of the field and just go ham with it. Like I'm assuming vehicle facings are still a thing, and um, yeah, we haven't yeah, seen it, anything to, to say otherwise, right? Yeah, and so now you could effectively, in addition to maneuvering your tank so you don't get hit in things, you can also maneuver your tank to hit multiple infantry units as well. Yeah, to another layer yeah, yeah, of uh, yeah. tactic. Yeah, how many infantry expect? Ooh, I wonder. Okay. If you can put it on any heavy bolter for those shrapnel rounds, putting them on something like this where you can just maneuver and then force pinning checks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now we're thinking with portals, man. This is going to be good fun. There's going to be a lot of stuff we can, we can tinker with, and that's what I like. I am excited. Very much so. Um, I'm sure tomorrow we'll get another Legion. Uh, what is it? The Wolves. Or, uh, yeah, they're the fifth, right? Yeah. White Scars are the fifth. Yeah, I'm bit, my bad. What are wolves? Six? Wolves are the sixth? Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I don't I know, man. <laughs> if it's not the tenth, I don't care. That's just that's just it. There's some that I definitely know. Same. Space wolves is one I do not know. Yeah. My legion's easy to remember. Number one. Number one, baby. But, uh, yeah, it was a great week. And a lot of good stuff covered. And I'm pretty excited seeing these rules so far and what else we'll see. And... That's all I got to say about that. It's going to be good. It is. All right. Well, once again, thanks for listening to another episode of the Remembrancers Retreat. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at RR30K Podcast. And check our website out at RR30K.com. There you can find the Battlefleet Heresy Compendium. And they're going to be playing at Nova, too. So you check that out. I, I think they're working on an FAQ here, so... Oh really? Yeah, we've we've had questions in the past, and for it, you know the tw- the two thousand twenties have been a hell of a time. So we hadn't had a lot of chance to uh, like regroup, but we're consolidating all the questions and things, and hopefully we'll put it down in FAQ here pretty soon. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, hey man, uh, I just saw this uh-huh. the, the magnet tiles for kids. That is bonkers. Pat has a bunch of those, and I've never thought to do anything with them. That is genius, man. I, I grabbed a few thinking I could like make a quick Necromunda kit or something, but the magnet's just not quite strong enough. But I was like, ah, if I just put them on a 2D plane, they're like, a, I don't know what they call them. I just grabbed a bunch of random ones. Uh, for parents out there, you'll know it because every kid has a set of them where they're little plastic tiles that have magnets built in at the end and your kid can build little castles or squares or boxes and then you you smash them and like that's typically what you do is (laughs) your child asks you to build a giant tower for them and then they can godzilla it and smash it and uh they love it but eventually they'll grow out of them and you won't know what to do with them and i think jesse just figured out what to do with them I'll post a picture of it here later. I think it's kind of an interesting idea. I paint them up a little bit, get an airbrush, kind of get them scratched yeah, up. Dude, yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, you got a little real flat, easy, portable zone mortalis if you really want to. So, you know, mess You're around a little a bit more with that. damn hobby genius. You know that? Uh, I don't think anybody gives you enough credit because this is really killer. It really is. Like, yes, you'll still have to measure. Got um, to put it in practice, but. Yeah. 
Well, see, very, I, very cool. I, I come up with ideas, whether or not I follow through with them. Yeah. Well, though, listeners, I'll, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking now my magnetic bases be snapping all over those damn, <laughs> damn things, <laughs> trying to move and I'm just taking tiles <laughs> click, with me. Click. Yeah. Oh man. But, uh, again, going through our social media, if you'd like to support our program, go over to patreon.com forward slash RR30K podcast and become a member. And right now, I'd like to thank all of our members, starting with our Legion Praetors, Alex Self, Chaplanisar, Chris Mack, Garner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Kevin, Luke Rizzuto, Matthew Boyce, Michael Tisdale, Mr. Baldwick, Nick Quanga, Rena the Floof, Sar Luther, Taco Tuesday or Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, and What's Ligma? Our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Dave Jones, Duncan, Ed, M. Tanzer, Gorkrow, Nick Hilda, Richard Bork, Scott LeMay, and Void Imperatrix. And our Legion Sergeants, Agrippa, Aircraft Terrier, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, Jay DeSales, Jay Grammaticus, Jonathan Crane, Carl, Nicholas Gillen, Noah Atkins, and the Zoy. Once again, thank you all for your support. We greatly appreciate it. And once again, go to patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast. Become a patron. Uh, also, check out our Discord, where we have a private patron chat room. We've been hanging out and just having really good conversations lately. But also, you can just join our Discord and just hang out with all of us anyway. we got plenty of cool yeah. channels here. Uh, we're looking to make some neat events here in the future. I think it's going to be really cool. A place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little community to hang out with. And uh, yeah, that's check it out. The link will be in the show notes. And that's everything I have today. Thank it's you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Hell of a week for heresy. Yeah. Hope you guys are all as excited as we are. If you're not, then I, I why I would need to know why, why are you being such salty little potatoes? You know? <laughs> it's going to be a good time. It is. So until next time, keep those dice rolling and bye for now. Bye. Bye.